It's time for Glover's Golden Oldies. A look back at some of the Glover's heroes from recent years. Good evening and welcome to Glover's Golden Oldies. And uh, this week, thanks to the wonders of modern technology, we've nipped up to Glasgow and we've finally caught up with Jonathan Obika. Good afternoon, Jonathan. It's uh, it's really great to talk to you again after all these years. Uh, how are you feeling today? Yeah. Oh, good afternoon, Big Yeah, no, I'm uh, feeling good in terms of, I know a lot is happening around, uh, around us, but uh, just trying to just keep positive and in terms of like, uh, keeping fit and keep ticking over because like, yeah. uh, we're still we're still unsure about the um, the restart to the season yes it's it's an unreal situation to find ourselves in really with, with football stopped yeah. and no no sort of um, no date in mind as to when it's going to start again and you, you know you begin to think oh god can I cope with this I can't go down to pub I can't go out for a yeah. meal I can't watch football I can't watch my other love yeah. horse racing I can't watch cricket down the village cricket ground, so I've got absolutely yeah. nothing. <laughs> but I can't go out anyway, so, you know, what the yeah. hell. But, Jonathan, your career is, is um, you know, it's, it's been a long one. And um, yeah. you started off born in 1990 in September in Enfield in England. Uh, yeah. And then you, you had a youth career at, at Tottenham, and I think that's where... Basically, um, you and Yeovil Town really sort of first met up, really, because you came on loan in 2009. Yeah. Can you remember much about it? Yeah, definitely. You know, I remember when, um, obviously, my gaffer back then, uh, Terry Skiverton and sister manager Nathan Jones and Darren Way. Yeah. Um, I think uh, they were at the game. Uh, we played uh, a game. I played a game for Spurs uh, for the FA Youth Cup in the FA Youth Cup against Arsenal. Right. Um, and I, 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 don't, I didn't particularly have a, uh, the best game, but I, re- I just remember scoring, and um, I think I had a decent first half. And uh, I think I just got picked up from there myself and Andres, Andres Townsend. Well, you, you were quite a, a big lad, didn't you? I mean, you were six foot tall, and you, yeah. you certainly weren't skinny. And I'm not suggesting you were yeah. fat either, but I mean, you know, you yeah. were you were a, a muscular type of forward, that's for sure. And you know, I think at that, that time, Yeovil could do with one, and you only played. Ten games in that particular spell, but you scored four goals for us, which was good. Yeah, yeah. No, I remember honestly. I, I really enjoyed that spell. I, when everyone asked me about like uh, your favourite loan spell, I always go back to the first one, which was at Yeovil, because like I felt like I was put into a situation where it was just basically like a sink or swim mm. situation. Like uh, we needed points, um, and you know I was just happy to you know get the goals on you know in, in some important games. I can't remember when you when you signed. I know there was there was three other players because we had Ryan Mason, Andros Townsend, and Stephen Corker. Did you all come together yeah. at the same sort of period, or did they follow on a bit later? I can't remember. Yeah, so uh, me and Andros came the first season. Yeah, um, the first uh, together the first time, and then um, Stephen Corker and Ryan Mason um, came the next season. But that was just with me, so it was. Andros, I think Andros went to either Oren or MK Dons the next season. Yeah, because I, I, I can always remember we tried to do a a four-way, I don't know if it was a video interview or just a radio-type interview, um, out yeah. in the ground. And I don't know if you can recall, we must have taken about 500 takes because yeah. somebody was always laughing or sort of trying yeah. to wind each other up. Do you remember that? Yeah, no, I remember that. Was, was Danny Hutton... Was yeah, I think he he might have been floating around as well on the periphery trying yeah. to take the Mickey. I think. Yeah, 
yeah, yeah. Because obviously we knew Daddy from uh, from Spurs from the Spurs day. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember it being quite windy and it was just taking a taking quite a while. Yeah, no, it certainly did. I can remember that. But then you know, moving on, you you, you signed another loan spell in uh, in two thousand and nine yeah. to two thousand and ten. Which you had, and all these figures I'm quoting are Wikipedia, and people tell me Wikipedia figures aren't that accurate. So, um, but according to them, you had 22 appearances that time, and you scored six goals, which was uh, not bad. No, you know, kept us going anyway. As a striker, you always won. I think you always won double figures. Um, but it's, it's strange that I've never finished. I never finished the season um, in a loan spell. I've never been. So at Yeovil, I think I was there. The second spell, I was there for a few months. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I always enjoyed it. That's why I always came back. You know, because I enjoyed, you know, the, the fans and yeah. the, the staff. The staff was the, the big draw. For me. Okay, well, we'll get a slide in one of uh, Jonathan's musical choices now, and we are going to start with James Brown and I feel good. I shall not feel good.
James Brown there, and I feel good. Well, that media bloke was all right, wasn't he? So, I mean... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was a good guy. He was a good guy. Uh, we, we had some good times there, didn't we? But um, So then you moved You moved on then on, on another loan. I mean, did, did you did you ever sort of strike you that, you know, I'm fed up with these loans, I want to go somewhere permanently? I, I think um, once you taste the, you know, men's football, for your that was the first time I had that taste, you, you do want something permanent. Mm. Um, but you're always looking obviously Spurs are you know there was still a chance that you know because sometimes I'll be getting yeah. you know training with the first team or getting on the bench and <laughs> you still in the back of the mind you still thought okay there, there could be a chance coming there but uh, you still needed to play games at a competitive mm. level and I, I didn't really want to play you know under 21 football um, so I was I was happy at that time I was happy to go out on loan it was it was obviously better to play as you say men's football than under twenty one football yeah. at that time and um, so yeah. then you moved yeah. on to Millwall. How, how was life at Millwall? Any good? Yeah, that was that was a good spell. Uh, to be fair, I, I remember I didn't play, I didn't start many games, but I came on and I just remember affecting the game a lot. And it mm. was a it was an older group at Millwall, so there was like the Neil Harris's, Neil Harris's, uh, and Steve Morrison's, um, I think Hackett also. So there was a quite a an older older group and I yeah. was I think at that time because I knew the stakes were you know the stakes were quite high there because we were in the playoffs and then we went to the final uh, play final and um, uh, won that final so I knew the stakes were high so mm. I was just happy to you know any time I get a chance you know I'm I'm, I'm ready so uh, that was a different type of loan spell uh, mm. to, to, to others because it was more on the back end of the season and then another short one at Crystal Palace, uh, seven yeah. seven uh, before uh, appearances is what I'm looking for. Uh, yeah. And then when did we go then? Peterborough for one game. What, why, why was it only one game yeah. at Peterborough? Yeah, we were, that was a strange one because um, I remember uh, uh, Gary Johnson. Gary Johnson uh, took me there. Yeah. Um, and I remember sco- I remember scoring on my debut. Um, and then the next, just before the next game, uh, Gary Johnson uh, got sacked. Ah. So um, I think Darren Ferguson came in, and um, I remember he just brought me into the office and said that he 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 wanted to he wanted to go with um, I think he wanted to go with his own plan. So he had other people he had in mind. For yeah, him. he wanted to freshen up the place. And I was obviously I was just there for one day, so or maybe two or three days with training included. So um, it was a yeah that was uh, that whole year was quite strange for me because I never really nailed down like a, a club. I no. thought Peterborough would be the one. I started off well, uh, but it was just unfortunate um, Gary Johnson uh, left. Mm. Of course, I mean managers come and go in all the time. And I suppose it's always going to be a possibility if one manager brings you in and then does get the sack. Then obviously, yeah. as you say, you know you you can't sort of please everybody. That's the trouble. Yeah, um, of course. So then, then Swindon Town for five games, and yep. let's turn that microphone down a bit. We don't want that. Um, five games at Swindon, and then back yep. to Oval again in 2011 for two spells, yep. um, 11 and 27. So 38, well, almost a full season there, really, in terms of number of games played. Yep. Anyway, so that wasn't yeah, that wasn't too bad. Seven goals combined. Then Charlton. Yep. Uh, 
after 10 games, 2013, 10 games and three goals. Then Brighton and Hove Albion, I don't remember you going to all these, um, yeah. f- five games in there. Then Charlton again, yeah. Uh, yeah. 12 games. Then 2014, yeah. Swindon, 94 games. Now we're getting down to it because you seen. it looks like you yeah. signed for them. It's no loan, was it? Yeah. That, yeah, that was my first first place I, I was settled at. Um, and so I'd left Tottenham there, I think I was 20, 23 then. Yeah. Or just go, yeah, going on to 23 or so. Um, and yeah, now a, a few of the teammates um, at Spurs were there also. So yeah. I think that was a big draw for me also because I know how they play. and Yeah, yeah, quite. Who was, who was your manager at, um, at uh, Swindon? Uh, Mark Cooper and assistant manager was um, Luke Williams. All right, so it wasn't Paolo Di Canio time. Oh no, no, I think I, I missed that one. Yeah, I, think I just missed that one. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've heard some horrendous tales about him, but we won't go into yeah, them now. Yeah, no, I think he's, I think he's quite known to the the whole footballing world. You know, uh, yeah, how, how quite grueling and tough that really was. But funnily enough, he was a really nice guy because I remember when we played up there one one occasion. I was, uh, you know, it's like before the game, you know, you've come out and you've done your yeah. warm up and then you've gone in again and everybody's sort of just waiting. And I was just sat in the dugout and he comes in and sits next to me and starts chatting away. And, and as it happened, yeah. my sister lived in Rome. So, of course, I said to him, oh, 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 yeah, oh. my sister used to live here, or does live in Rome. And, uh, oh, he was away there. Oh, we're in Rome and all this sort of thing. We had a, we had a right old chat, guys. So, <laughs> and he was, yeah. he was charming. He was really nice. So, you know, I can't imagine him losing his cool, really, but he obviously did. Yeah. Time for some more music now. And this one is called Pound Cake. It's by our old friend Drake. Good God Almighty. Like back in the old days. You know, years ago, they had uh, A&R men to tell you what to play. Fuck. Understand the cosign, kid. A London boy, an American dreaming. Hottest shit on the road right now. LPAD, Brixton, stand the fuck up. The company, and we just laid back and did it. So we hope you enjoy listening to this album half as much as we enjoy playing it for you. Because we had a ball. We had a ball. Yeah, this is gonna last. We the only All ones. All bullshit. All that old shit's gonna be gone. I've been rocking big whips for these chicks to up it. Back when Donovan was robbing every nigga shutting. My name's been ringing street bells before rapping. In them two story blocks, a lot of stories happen. Baghdad, dance, A-Town We was the illest in the city from the playground Over the years a lot of mans turned sideways But shout out to the real ones who stayed down In the streets we don't speak to the constable We watch crime watch, no news responsible I remember the summers when it was all max We went to all white parties in all black Scrap that, your shit's whack, we ain't into you Fam, you act like a dickhead, I've seen your interviews how come every rapper's doing pound cake When these broke ass niggas ain't getting pounds made They all top trappers, sounds great I'm trying to get the big roadie with the round face Mouse made bags, bigs made bags Shug made bags, we all made bags In the life of a real G video We had the Bentley, the Rose and the Maybach Realer than the realest, higher than the highest If you fuck boys fly, then I'm flyer than the flyers Gangsters delight, you're only gangster tonight My niggas run the city like gangster for life Last night was a movie, the whole crew was on me This morning, I woke up in some new finale Fuck it, and I'm the realest about Everybody's a killer till the killers come out 
These internet bangers only bang on the phone And everybody's a banger till the bangs come on The OGs are now washed up fakers Some of the YGs are shook little haters They don't bang, they don't shock, they don't even beat They just stand up on the blocks and talk about me I don't know what they want and expect from me I don't owe nothing to these wet bunnies Fuck all of the freaks, I love the real bucks With the real hearts and the real guts You know it's fake when the money means more than a trust You know it's real when the enemies want you to bust Rappers getting deals trying to overlook me We were buying guns, you were buying pussy Tom's done years, Ty's done years Stink's done years, they all done years A bag of brothers with them but they still alone My face lights up when I see them fall Their release date was up a couple years back Still sitting down and thought, know when they're coming home They check up on me just to check I'm healthy Brown tinted shades with the check and LV See, but beautiful is the order I'm loved by the most beautiful is daughters The most beautiful is sisters and cousins Anywhere I see them show me love cause I love them Anyway, you see me, show me love, cause it's nothing I'll be chilling in the stars in my dark, sipping something I keep pushing back the mixtape thing Made the mixtape wait, now the mixtape's late The fans wonder what the fuck I am Mars I'm about to take the whole world by a stars They waiting on my new shit, cause I've been a ghost They need my lyrics, so they can get some Insta quotes I'm the illest, do I have to remind this? And if I'm not, why did you just rewind this? I know you had to rewind this shit, you feel me? London boy American Dreaming coming 3rd of January 2014 We're not stopping for nobody or nothing this shit, you feel me? Peace, we out, one other. That was Drake and Pancake. No, not Pancake, Pound Cake. But I haven't got a clue what it's all about, but no doubt Jonathan will. But um, generally for you, though, 25 goals and 94 games, uh, a successful period at Swindon, without doubt, yeah? Yeah, no, no, honestly, I did I did enjoy it there, you know, um, especially the first season, you know, especially the football we played, and I mean, we went to the playoff final, but it was disappointing to lose in the final, but uh, no, I enjoyed, honestly, I enjoyed my time there. Yeah, definitely, and, and as I say, lots of goals as well, lots of appearances. And then, yeah. and then um, Oxford United in 2017 yeah. to 2019 a full season yeah. at least well full, in terms of games anyway 46 games 6 goals yeah what was yeah. life like yeah. there yeah another uh, period I enjoyed it, but I feel I probably enjoyed the first season there um, it was under um, uh, he's, the, he's the Birmingham manager uh, the Birmingham manager now um, but yeah I, I enjoyed you know the way he he wanted his, his team to uh, pep. His name is Pep. Yeah. He the the way the, uh, he wanted the team to play, and um, I feel like I was, you know, the confidence was coming. But I was, I was always struck down with injuries, you know, over the probably over four years. Yeah. Um, from Swindon and Oxford, I was struck down with injuries. So every time I, you know, was starting and getting good rhythm, you know, I feel like I would break down. So um, that was quite tough. And then the second. Uh, second season, uh, obviously it was a new manager. Uh, I remember having a very good pre-season. I scored probably in all, all my game, and then um, I remember doing my ACL. Oh. I did my ACL. So, yeah, uh, that was a yeah, that was a probably a, a tougher, a tougher, uh, tougher year. Yeah, nightmare time. And I mean, how long did it take you? Six, nine months to get over it? Yeah, yeah. I came back in yeah just before nine months. Yeah, just before nine months. Yeah. yeah. No, that must be dreadful. I just think stuck out of football, you know, 
boring, intensive yeah. treatment to get it right and nothing else. It's hardly what you want yeah. to do, is it? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's just it's just a feeling of, especially when, you know, everyone is training and, you know, you just feel you're missing out on mm. what you love. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a tough tough one mentally. But, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just glad that I've, I got over that and, you know, I'm, I'm feeling good now. Yeah. But going back to Yeovil, um, John, I mean, what are your yeah. best memories of the of your time at Yeovil? I mean, you must have some some yeah. quite good memories there because we kind of looked upon you as one of our own, even though you were still Tottenham, yeah. really. Yeah, no, honestly, I think it was it was the group. But I just like the especially the banter. I enjoyed the banter uh, around the place, and I think I remember the first season probably the most, um, just because of the the key. There were some key games. Um, I remember against Northampton, and then. Uh, at the point we got against Tranmere, um, which you know uh, made us safe, you know. So mm-hmm. I just remember a lot of these key games uh, which we had, and I always remember Jonesy, you know, you know, talking to me before the game, Darren Way, you know, mm-hmm. kind of just revving you up to just know how important this game was, and um, um, that's what I that's what I do miss. I always that's why I wanted to come back because I just miss that that sort of energy yeah. around the place. Yeah. Well, of course, Terry had some good contacts at Tottenham, obviously, to be able to pull in four players from Tottenham that, you know, that he yeah. was able to do. Because, I mean, you know, if you remember Stephen Corker, that one yeah. season he was with us, I mean, he, he picked up every yeah. every award on the old uh, end-of-season yeah. awards. He had the lot, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, deservedly so also, because he was oh, he was just like a, a man-mountain, especially at a young age. Mm. At a young age, you know, uh, yeah. he liked driving out from the back, and it was good to have... Uh, Terry Skewitt in there he's a, he was a centre-half yeah that's uh, right and he could kind of coach him so that's done a lot for his development for sure yeah yeah it's, it's a pity he's had a few problems since really isn't it because uh, he's a nice guy Stephen yeah, but, yeah uh, good do, you, do you keep in touch with them a lot? yeah yeah we keep in touch yeah I keep in touch with you know quite a few of them around Mason Andros um, Corker's in Turkey now he's doing, uh, doing very well I think he's like a fifth leader and he's playing centre-half yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, for his team, so yeah, he's, he's doing he's doing very well there. Good, well, that's nice to hear. That's nice to hear. And uh, what about Ryan Mason? Do you speak to him? Mason, yeah, Mason I spoke to him. Yeah, when um, did last time I spoke to him? Probably last month. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I went to also went to his christening um, at the start of the just at the start of the year. But yeah, he, he's yeah he's doing very well. Um, yeah, he's got a, a great job um, uh, coaching the um, the Tottenham. Academy, so um, it is very big, big responsibility. But you know, with Mason, you, you just know that there's um, the, the kids will learn a lot from him. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. No, well, it's tragic yeah. that he's had to give up football so early, really, in terms of actual yeah. competitive playing, isn't it? So you know, so um, so that was Yeovil. So then now you're up in Scotland. Uh, you know, what, yeah. how did that came about? I mean, it's a a bit of a change to go up there. Yeah, it was a weird one because I was um, obviously after doing my ACL. I was. Um, I remember being. I knew that I would be out of contract uh, before the new season comes in because Oxford uh, weren't uh, weren't going to take up the option. Right. So um, I had I had some uh, clubs interested in uh, in England, but they were mostly uh, probably in League Two. Right. Um, like Stevenage, um, Scunthorpe, um, and uh, Cambridge also. And um, to be fair, out three of them. It felt like I was going to Cambridge. 
Yeah. Um, and then St. Mirren, I just remember getting a phone call by uh, from St. Mirren, um, uh, from the manager, and he, he just uh, told me, you know, his plans for the season. And um, he's, he had already he spoke to my agent. And honestly, I just thought to myself, this is, you know, it's probably, I felt like it was a, a blessing that like I've been blessed here because mm. I've just come back from the ACL and, you know, um, a manager, just how he, he came across very, uh, uh, just came very honest. Yeah. And that's what, that's what I kind of like about people. And uh, once I came here, I just felt like I, I picked, the, picked the right decision. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was literally very quickly. I found out one day, the next day, and I was on the plane going to Scotland. Time for some more music now. And this one's called Come Closer, and it's by a group called Wizkit. Go outside. Time for a star boy, there, so came into the game, the one replaced me. Me love my energy, straight with no chaser. All of my guys know me, all about me paper. Me got me girls all around me, me no chaser. Yeah, star boy, call me number one. Why me tune drop the girls that bounce so long? Me don't let nothing come between me and me paper. So when me come in, I replace me on that take up. Yeah, 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 yeah.
whiz kid there with come closer scottish premier division which is which is brilliant um yeah how have you find the, the the you know the change in the standards is it is it too you know marked a difference or not yeah, I feel it, it varies. I feel is uh, a lot of the teams are very like well drilled, like in terms of defensively. Yeah. So there's a lot of like um, like the, the the game plays the kind of uh, break go on the counter attack. So there's a lot of teams that maybe sit behind the ball, so it's quite harder to to break them down. Um, but I feel as for us as a team, so maybe we've kind of evolved because we've been we're quite a new group. There's a lot of players that came in this season. Yeah, and I think we're starting to see the best of us like near the back of back end of the season. Um, and personally, for me, at the start of the season, I, you know, playing the first five games that that was kind of like my pre-season. Mm. So it was um, quite tough, you know. Like I remember blowing after maybe thirty minutes, um, <laughs> but I feel like I probably just needed I needed those games for for them to just get me up to speed. And um, yeah, after those few games, I feel like I've you know just progressed since then. Did you find? I mean, you said about them, you know, playing defensively a lot. I mean, do you think that was because they, uh, at some stage during the season, they're always going to come across Celtic and Rangers, and we all know how yeah. strong they are. Do you think that was a, a, yeah. a kind of built into them because they had to play them? Is it you, you play each other twice, yeah. don't you? Yeah, uh, yeah, twice. Some, some three times, and then it goes into like a split. Yeah. Uh, after that, thirty-three games. But uh, yeah, no. Obviously, when when you play against the Celtic and Rangers, you really have to be. Like switched on focus at, at any minute because they, they you know they do they are very sharp and um, you could see every team have you know kind of have a similar game plan when facing mm-hmm. facing like the the big two. Did you uh, you've obviously played them so far this season? Um, did you yeah. uh, did you win, lose, draw? Uh, no, uh, we've we've lost. Uh, we played each each team Rangers Celtic twice. We lost. Um, We've both lost every game, but yeah. narrowly, the, only the last game we lost, we got pumped. Like, I think it was 4-5-0. Four, four, All right, the yeah. other games were like 2-1, 1-0. Um, so we, we, I feel like we, we did well to keep them at bay, but um, it's so much pressure you could take, you know, when you're just defending behind the ball. So um, yeah. it, it, it was, it's tough playing against them. What's the atmosphere like at places like Ibrox and uh, Celtic Park uh, then? Yeah. Ah, it's incredible to feel. I'd say probably Celtic is probably one that you know I can remember a lot. But they, you know, for them to pack it out on a Tuesday, you know, it's fifty thousand yeah. on a Tuesday evening, um, is quite crazy. But um, yeah, the atmosphere is, is, is kind of why you you want to play football. You you want to be in front of the big crowds and mm. um, entertain them. You know, so um, no, that was a it was a good experience. So, so do you live up in Scotland? I presumably you do. Yeah. Are you there? Yeah, I live in Glasgow. Yeah. And yeah, I live in Glasgow. Are you there now, or are you back home with your parents or whatever? Oh uh, no, no, I'm I'm here now. Yeah, I'm here now. Uh, yeah. I stayed. I decided to stay up because I think it's just easier for me to. Yeah. You know, there's a, a park just literally, you know, a walk away. Yeah, you know, yeah. Easier. Uh, the shops are literally a walk away, so um, it's just easier to commute everything and because we're not sure on when the season starts I don't want there to be maybe restrictions with travel and whatnot. yeah yeah exactly okay so um, you just got to sit around now and wait for this this uh, (laughs) self-hibernation as I call it to end then yeah (laughs) yeah no no it's uh, it's just I think with me just to keep 
keep uh, myself occupied and try to keep the you know a similar schedule to what I normally have because yeah. I think if I veer off of it, you know, I'm, I'm you know I'll start probably staying indoors for five days and, and probably yeah. doing nothing. So it's just to just try and you know keep picking. If if and when the season does start again, uh, I mean, how many yeah. games do you reckon it would, would take you to get back to your sort of optimum f- match fitness? I think it probably will take, I'll say two two or three games to get to your, yeah. your, your proper match fitness because uh, even though you know I'm doing a lot of running and, and bike work, you know you need the football, you need the match, yeah, you, know, you need the matches feel at your best so um, yeah I'll say probably two or three games and I, to be fair there's only eight games left so mm. I, I know I have to hit the ground running well, well I don't know where St Mirren are in the league but I'm sure you do yeah uh, we're, we're ninth we're ninth out of uh, 12, 12 so um, mm. it, it's a, there's some uh, important games coming up because we play a lot of teams in and around us yeah, so we, I feel we need to, to pick up a few more points. Yeah, yeah, quite good. Well, time now for another tune, and this one I do know is the Reverend Al Green, and let's stay together.
there we go a bit of a soul classic there the reverend al green and let's stay together thanks very much john for doing this really appreciate it and it's uh, been really good no to problem. talk to you again because i always had a soft pot for you up there we, you know we always used to talk and you were always polite yeah. and friendly and and you know that made a hell of a difference i think so i, I like that so uh, um, but it's been it's been great there we go then that was former striker Jonathan Abika who of course spent uh, one two three uh, loan spells with the Oval Town uh, back in the days of Terry Skiverton and uh, he was talking to us from Glasgow so I hope you've enjoyed reminiscing with John and you'll join us again for the next edition of Glover's Golden Oldies which will be coming along shortly keep your eye on Facebook and Twitter and we'll let you know when it's on next in the meantime this is A.D. Hopper saying thanks for listening keep listening to Three Valleys Radio and we'll join you again soon It's time for Glover's Golden Oldies. A look back at some of the Glover's heroes from recent years. The heart is a blue. It's a beautiful day. 